know, the Bible says there's four things that will happen in your life when you put God's Word in your heart. It will be a guide to your feet, a light to your path. You will prosper and succeed. We're going to be talking about this and more. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Life is Jesus Christ with Sean Paul. Make sure you subscribe to stay connected. We pray your life in Christ be supercharged with today's message. Hello, Sean Paul here with Life is Jesus Christ. Again, as always, I greatly appreciate you tuning in. I pray that these messages are a blessing to your life. I I pray that they change and transform your life and just help you become a strong believer in Christ. I know the Word of God is such an encouragement in my life. I believe it's an encouragement in your life. You know, we've been chewing on this series, Developing Intimacy with God. This is part 18. Um, It's a long series. It's a series that I believe that will bring much transportation transportation. It'll bring much transformation in your life. Maybe it'll bring some transportation in your life as well. A new car, you know, I don't know, maybe a bicycle, motorcycle. I don't know what it might be, but I just, like I said, I think it's going to bring transformation in your life that you're going to see this intimacy with God go on a deeper level in your life. And that's what we really want. We want to just be able to just grow in God more so on a day-by-day basis uh, I've been doing the Lord. I've been serving the Lord for 33 years, and I could just tell you that that I see even transformation taking place today in my life right now. I don't believe you will ever arrive in God. I believe that you'll always be learning something new. You'll always be striving to succeed something, as in meaning gain victory over maybe a situation that you're dealing with in your life right now. You know, or you learn something new, learn more about God. You know. Just this past week, uh, I've been seeking God on some various things. And, you know, I'm just like, Holy Spirit, I need to hear your voice right now. I need to discern what you're saying. And, you know, I believe that God took me through a process to even learn more so and begin to identify things that I believe that I heard and, uh, and thought was God and how they work. But then these are things that I've heard and they did uh, showed, you know, they were proof that they that I was hearing the Lord. So I'm just saying you're always in a learning process. And I just think by taking what I'm teaching and sharing about uh, divine or, or developing intimacy with God, you're going to learn how to uh, have more a, a greater success in walking in God. Because, you know, to me, I just think that that's what we should want is to have a greater success in this intimacy with him. And I believe these principles I'm sharing with you will help you do that. So let's go ahead and pick up where we left off. Uh, we're still talking about reading uh, God's Word. It, it's it's a it's a big subject. You know, it's not just simple to say, you know, just read God's Word. I think there's a lot of things that we need to be sharing about the importance of reading God's Word and applying God's Word to your life. So first scripture today is Psalms 119, 105. It says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Amen. So to me, we need to be putting God's word in our heart. We need to be memorizing God's word and in, in, in placing it in our heart. Because I think once you do that, the passages will begin to resonate with you. You'll begin to just, like I said, feed off this word because it's inside of you. It's alive. It's real. And I've shared so many times before in the past about having anxiety and depression that I would go through, um, worrying, just, you know, 
Uh, I'm not saying I was an obsessive worrier, but I could definitely worry with the best of them. Let's just say that. And uh, it would just pull me into anxiety and depression. And I'll never forget getting that promise book. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll, I've shared with you about it probably a couple of times. And it's just basically filled with God's word. And it's categorized in certain sections if you're going through this or going through that or whatever. And I just remember carrying that book everywhere I went. And we still have that book to this day. And it's all torn up. The pages, the front covers all torn up and stuff like that. But it's still such a vital book for my life. God's promises. And actually what I did is I actually went out, I believe I found it on Amazon. Uh, yes, I found it on Amazon and I downloaded it on my phone as well. So to me, keeping God's word before you, it will be a guide to your life. It will be a light to your path. Just as I shared with you that I was going through, you know, trying to listen to God, his voice. It was, it was, I was going through some, some, I don't want to say troubled, times, but I was just going through some things where I was questioning some things that I was dealing with in my life. And to me, I needed that light. I needed that guide. And that's what I did is I dove into the word. I pulled up that promise book and I started reading the scriptures and I started getting this assurity and confidence and hope in my heart that, Sean, you're going on the right path. You're okay. Just to stay true to this path that, that I'm leading you on. Don't give up hope. Just stay on the path. And sure enough, within three days, it, everything was fine. Everything uh, proved to be true in what I believe that God was sharing with me. But see, it's so important that we just allow God's word to light up our path and be a guide to our feet. I mean, so planning the truth of God's word in our heart, uh, as you do, you will see your life being guided and directed in the right direction. And as you do, you're going to you're going to slip and fall. You know, it's like riding a bike. As a kid, I fell down. I ran into walls. I ran into this and that. I've skinned up my knees. I've skinned up my elbows, but I never stopped riding a bike. I never stopped and said, I don't want to ride a bike anymore. I, my wife told me that she, she was just in the States here recently and she spent time with our grandkids and our one grandson uh, at this time still didn't know how to ride a bike and he was refusing to ride the bike. He, I don't know why, maybe he had a bad experience with it. I don't know, but my wife was firm with him to get back on the bike and ride. And his father actually took off the training wheels and told him by the end of December, you're going to ride this bike and I'm never putting these training wheels back on. So my wife took him to the playground or wherever it was, a place that he could ride. And he was crying. He was upset that my wife was not making him, but just let's just say uh, in a, a very uh, positive way, I guess, was making him ride the bike. Let's just say that. And in time, what happened was he started riding the bike and he, he changed from crying and being upset going, Gigi, I like doing this. So anyway, that's kind of the same thing. You you know, we're going to mess up. We're going to skin our knees in the kingdom of God. We're going to think that we're hearing God say something. We find out that was not God at all. And we fall flat on our face. Just get back up and keep on running. Remember how you heard the voice, you know, not the voice, but just your conscience, you know, and you know, God's speaking to you. Just remember how that came. 
what was your attitude? What was your wants? Because sometimes our wants can overpower what we believe that we're hearing God. We just have to get to the point, God, just saying, God, look, I just want to know your plan for my life. It doesn't matter what I want. I don't care what I want. What I want is your plan. See, when you get in that right heart, that right attitude, you're going to be able to discern the voice of God because you're going to take yourself out of the out of the elements and just say, my heart does not matter. My wants don't matter. And then once you have that right heart, you're going to be able to enter into that, that arena where you can hear that still small voice of God leading and guiding you. And then I've taught in the past, we've got to line it up with the peace. Do we have peace in that situation? Is it lining up with the word of God? Is it lining up with the word of truth? See, that's very important. We have to know that it's lining up with God's word. It's not defying it. It's not opposing it, but it's lining up with it. You have that peace. You, Like I said, you discern that still small voice. Many people will call it a conscience, uh, but it's that still small voice. Sometimes it's an authoritative voice. Maybe like you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Was that, wow, that was strong. So there's going to be that times where it's going to be a strong, still small voice uh, that will come and speak to your heart. So, like I said, the w word of God is a guide to your feet, a light to your path. Then we got Joshua 1.8. Study this uh, book of instruction continually. You know, I'm saying that to myself. I'm pointing to myself. Study it continually, Sean. So I'm just encouraging you, whoever's listening, who's ever watching, study it continually because it will, it will change your life. It will change your life. Last time, last podcast, last radio message, I shared that we cannot live on sound bites. We can't live on Google searches. We can't live on the opinion of others. We have to study God's word for ourselves. Amen. So it says, meditate on it day and night so that it will be sure to, so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. You know, when you talk about meditate, we're not talking about the 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 New Age, uh, Middle Eastern religions. You know, crossing your legs, putting your fingers together like this, and then humming and trying to empty your mind. That's not biblical meditation. That's that's potentially demonic meditation, opening up your spirit to demonic things. You know, I don't encourage anything about New Age or Eastern religions, but meditation in God's Word is muttering, muttering God's Word. You're muttering God's Word. You're mulling over God's Word. You're speaking God's Word. You're thinking about what it actually says. What you know, you're 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 breaking it down in your mind. You're 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 thinking of other scriptures to line that up. See, that's meditation. And it says, meditate on it day and night. So to me, yes, there's a time where you spend time in God's word and you spend time in that study and meditation and thought and developing a level of understanding in it. But throughout the day, you consider God's word as well. See, that's what I believe what it's saying. And then it goes on to say, so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. So to me, what that's saying is you're meditating on it, you're thinking on it, you're mulling it over your mind, you're reminding yourself of the truth, but you come into situations 
where you, it's like a division in the road or a fork in the road where it's like you can go this way or that way. And one way is not God's word. The other way is God's word. But because you did meditate on it, because you did mutter it, because you did mull it over your mind, that word will come forth and say, no, this is what God's word says. This is the path you need to take. And it's easy for you to do so because you will have that word in your heart and you will obey to do everything that's written in it. See, I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit here. I apologize, but I think us as believers in Christ today, we need to get back to that center point, so to speak, and get that right heart of obedience, not having this attitude of, oh, well, God's grace will cover my sin. It's okay. I'm already forgiven my past, present, and future sins. You know, of all these excuses that I'm seeing believers come up with now that they feel like they have no reason in their heart to live and be obedient to God's word. I don't care if this scripture comes from the Old Testament. It still applies today. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Then it says, only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. I don't know about you, but I want to prosper in my life. I want to prosper in the things of God. I want to do the things of God. I want to be obedient to his commands. I want to be obedient to his plan and purpose for my life. And in doing so, I want to prosper and I want to succeed. Now, I know that to many, the word prosper is a dirty word in the word of uh, in the church today. Can people abuse that word? Absolutely. Like they can take grace and run off in the left side or the uh, or right side of the ditch and get into the ditch over that word. It's the same thing with the word, word prosper. Yes, I believe that we should prosper as believers in Christ Jesus. But let me share this with you. I live in Guatemala. I'm a missionary. I don't have a $10,000 a month income. I don't even have a $5,000 a month income. I have a lot lower than that month income. But I can tell you this. We are prosperous in the sense that we have food uh, on the table. We have a roof over our head. We have uh, the finances that we need to run our ministry and touch people's lives. And we're actually growing around the world. We're touching lives around the world right now as I speak. So I'm saying I'm prosperous. I'm prosperous because I have the finances I need to fulfill the plan and purpose that God has over my life. I'm in. I don't, I, I can't go to the store and buy everything that I need. That's not prosperity to me. You know, are there people like that? Yes. Praise God. But, you know, I'm not going to worry about that. So see, don't beat up on the word to the point where where you're more or less saying that, that us believers in Christ shouldn't prosper. That's not, that is not true. You should stay in the middle of the road and you should not fall in a ditch on the left or right whatsoever. And there's years ago, uh, 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 there's a gentleman that he's, he, he passed away here like in the early 2000s and I have great admiration for him. He touched the world for Jesus Christ, but people would ask him, why didn't you ever get off track? Why didn't you ever fall in the ditch to the left or the right? And he just said, I stayed in the middle of the road. And what that means is taking God's word, teaching and preaching 
God's word, not trying to uh, 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 take God's word into another direction, twist it and, and try to be relevant and say all these these uh, 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 little quotes and stuff like that to get people's attention. And all you're doing is really perverting the God's word. Just stay in the middle of the road. You don't need to be teaching strange, weird things. And unfortunately, that's what some people have done with prosperity, where all their whole entire life is obsession with making money. And it's all about money. And they're they're leaving behind the true purpose of the kingdom of God. And that is souls going out and winning souls for Jesus and expanding the kingdom of God. You know, uh, I remember years ago, there was a minister of the gospel was just starting out and he was working diligently to get money for his his ministry. And uh, God said to him, he said, hey, what are you doing? He said, I'm trying to get money so I can do my ministry. And God said to him, you stop worrying about getting the money. You do the ministry. I'll get the money for you. And he applied that to his life. And today he's a very successful minister of, the, minister of the gospel. And so see, to me, years ago, when I read that, I saw that and I ran with that. And I said, you know what? We're never going to be focused on money. We're going to be focused on spreading God's word. And I could tell you, we've always implemented expanding the kingdom of God. That's been first and foremost, our, our plan and purpose. And I could tell you this, God has always been there to stay ahead of us to bring the provisions in. So like I said, study the book of instruction continually, meditate on a day and night, so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. And guess what? Then you'll prosper and succeed in all that you do. You know, I apologize for going down a bunny trail on that, but I believe it was something that somebody can hear and be blessed with that and understand really what the true word of prosperity truly means. And yes, you can get into the ditch on the left, or right, just stay in the middle of the road, see God, chase after the kingdom of God, and God will prosper your life. He will bring the provisions in your life that you need to bring uh, to sustain your life and help you do what you're called to do for his kingdom. Amen. So as the Bereans studied the word of uh, God daily, you don't want to be anemic on God's word. You need to study God's word daily as well. You know, uh, you don't want to be lacking in the understanding of, uh, of God's word. You want to have full knowledge and understanding of his word. You want to seek the truth on a consistent, constant basis so you can apply that truth in your life. Amen. So the next one is not only do you want a conviction for yourself, but you want you want one while facing opposition in your life. So see, we don't want to chase, chase God's word when we're having uh, uh, circumstances and situations in our life. And uh, uh, you know, we don't want to only chase uh, God's word or read God's word or pursue God's word when we're having the circumstances and situations in our lives, because that's many times what people will do. They'll chase after then. But when everything is good, then guess what? They forget about applying God's word to their life because, hey, everything's great. Why do I need, even need to seek God right now? So, you know, we just need to have this personal conviction in our heart to where we're constantly, consistently wanting to put God's word in our heart. So it says, study it day and night. So share about the time, you know, about the depression. And I've shared about this many times over to you. God's word transformed my life radically about depression and anxiety that I would face because I would constantly, consistently worry. But because of I, because I applied 
God's word in my heart and life. And I pray that I am going to free myself of worry, walk away from worry. I could tell you this today, I don't worry. I don't have anxiety and I do not have depression. I don't suffer from those things. Why? Because I continually put God's word in my heart and st standing on his truths uh, and his promises and principles. Amen. So we must be obedient to his written word. So, you know, Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. See, we should have this desire in our hearts to be obedient to God's word. We should be looking at his word. We should be possibly have a situation or decisions that we need to make in our life. And we should say, what does God's word say about this situation? Now, are there gray areas? Yes. Are there areas where it's not necessarily written about it? You know, should I take a vacation to Oregon this year? You know, that's not in God's word. But I believe through God's word of reading and spending time with the Holy Spirit and listening and following that peace in your heart, yes, you can come up with the discernment whether you should take that vacation to Oregon or not. I'm in, I'm, you know, it may sound silly what I'm saying, but it's not silly. We do come across things in our life that it, 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 it does not necessarily say what we should do, but we, I believe through the Holy Spirit, we can get guidance and we can find out the truth. I'm in. So, you know, to me, I'm seeing today a lot of believers in Christ more or less blatantly say, I don't care what the word of God says. I'm still going to do what I want to do. And to me, I think that's a, a dangerous precedence to be in. We should never, ever have a heart to think that whatever we feel like we want to do, we should be able to do it because it feels good. And I really, truly don't care what the word of God says. That is a danger zone. And I really, really would question someone's relationship with God because they have that kind of heart. So to me, someone that's professing to be a Christian and not obeying it would be like a professional athlete that just refuses to follow the rules of the game. So to me, if you're out playing football and you're not following the rules at all, guess what? You're not going to be playing that game very long. You're going to be either thrown off the field by the refs or your coach is going to take you out and say, sit down and sit down on this bench until you learn how to follow the rules of this game. So to me, it's so important that we have a heart of understanding that following the, the commandments and being obedient is utmost. We must put that first and foremost in our lives because it's so important that we are applying his truth, his commandments to our lives and we are allowing it to be a guide to uh, to our steps in our life. Amen? So only then will you prosper and succeed. And again, I talked about prosperity, but we're just going to chew on it just a little bit more. Prosper, you will have success and understand and comprehend. Succeed is force of entry, make something successful. So to me, we want to have this prosperity in our life. We want to prosper in the things that we do. We want to be able to set plans in place and say, I want to see this prosper in my life. I want to move forward with this in my life. I want to see God working 
through this plan that I believe that he has given me. You know, right now we're we're making plans. I I I, I shared maybe not in this podcast, but the other podcast where my wife and I sat down for a cup of coffee and I took some time to vision cast with her and say, this is the things that's in my heart uh, of what the future that I see where we're going in ministry. So I took about 15, 20 minutes to just share with her what's in my heart, to share with her what I believe that God is sharing with me about what direction life as Jesus Christ is going in. Well, you know, I don't have all these things in my heart for them just to fail. I want them to succeed. I want them to go forward. I want to see the prosperity in them. I want to see God's plan and purpose to be fulfilled, not only in my life, but to touch the hearts and lives around the world for Jesus Christ. And I want to be a part of that. I mean, so to me, you know, we, we want to see the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We want to see the wisdom and insight from the Holy Spirit. We want to see a greater level of understanding and comprehension in our life. But see, this is all comes in with the with prosperity and success. See, all this comes in through obedience, through reading God's word, through applying God's word to our lives. Amen. We're going to begin to see these things flood in our hearts, flood in our lives. And then we're going to begin to see the fruits of them begin to take place. I mean, so to me, I've been doing this for 10 years as far as ministry-wise. I've been full-time minister for 10 years at uh, October 31st. And I love to see success in what God's called us to do. I believe that we are uh, uh, at the, 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 you know, at the cusp of uh, the next phase of our ministry. And I, I believe in my prayer time, God has said, thou good and faithful servant. So that's to me brings great pleasure in my heart, feeling and knowing that God is well pleased in what we've done. We passed the test. We, we rightly divided the truth and applied it to our lives. And guess what? Now we're going to enter into the next phase of our ministry. And that is global going around the world for the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I just believe that we can't pervert the word of gospel. We can't pervert the word of success. And we have to understand that when we read God's word, rightly divide it, apply it to our lives, and we keep it before us on a consistent, constant basis, we're we're true to it, we're obedient to it, we're going to see God begin to move in our lives and we're going to begin to see a great amount of intimacy being developed in a relationship with the Lord. Amen. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Uh, I pray that you know th- th- this word today is ringing true to you. It's bringing truth to you. It's bringing transformation and change in your heart. I pray that God is transforming you into a, 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 a believer in Christ that is running after his kingdom, that is zealous for the things of God. And you are radically not only being changed, but you're also changing others around you. And I just praise you. Thank you in Jesus mighty name. Amen. And as always, I want to pray for those that are listening that don't know God, that doesn't have Jesus in their heart. I pray that you pray this prayer with me right now. Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Forgive me of my sins. 
Thank you, Lord, that you shed your blood upon the cross for me, that I might, that I have salvation, that I'm a new creature in Christ. Thank you that you'll help me live this life in you. Thank you that you'll show me a house of God that I need to serve, that I need to attend, that I need to be discipled and growed up in and be matured in. Thank you, Father God, that you're a part of my life now. Thank you for your son, Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are now in my heart and I'm a new creature of Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of these podcasts, YouTube. Please share these with other people. Share with, the, with these pe- other people that you know that would be interested in hearing God's word. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Sean Paul here, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. My heart is that you find the life Jesus Christ has for you, that you truly become fulfilled in him. And make sure you subscribe and stay tuned because we have a lot more coming. God bless you.